Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Tuesday edition of Clay and Buck kicks off now, everybody. Thanks for being here with us. Honored to get to hang with you. And we are racked and stacked. A lot of news coming in. Michigan primary. That's going to be something that you're hearing about today. Uh, Donald Trump expected to absolutely crush Nikki Haley in this primary contest, but she is continuing on. We'll give you uh, some of those uh, updates as we go through. Also, taken straight from the feed of a Mr. Clay Travis, Trump up 10 in Michigan. That, I think, is part of our discussion today as well. Up 10. Now, remember, we've been saying to you the polls so far have been right, and they have been, so it would be inconsistent of us to ignore polls that look so good for trump that we're like what is going on here so we shall discuss that um the view gets a little lesson in covid lockdowns and science from doctor not of medicine phil who was on with us earlier in the week we shall discuss new york city's mayor eric adams calling for uh sanctuary city laws to be adjusted a little bit so Violent felons in New York could be turned over to ICE because that's not apparently what happens already. Pretty shocking. Um, we have the FBI sharing a public service announcement about organized retail theft, i.e. mass shoplifting. Uh, and we'll talk about the photo that they chose to use and also what happens with Gemini, this program that is so woke, even Google is saying, hold on, maybe we were too woke or this was a mistake. Uh, we'll discuss that one. And uh, also, at some point, Clay, Wendy's is planning surge pricing for burgers. So we will have <laughs> a fast food market-based conversation about all of that. But let, let's dive in here. Uh, first off, Michigan primary situation. Joe Biden... Um, oh, and Michigan in general, because Trump is up 10. Joe Biden was eating ice cream in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, this You can see the photos of this. 
And it is remarkable how many photos of Biden eating ice cream exist. This is some, I, I'm not trying to sound uh, conspiratorial, but this is the Biden ploy is have old grandpa Biden with an ice cream cone in his hand because it makes him seem like, you know, just one of the guys, just one of the folks. It's pathetic, but it is so stage managed at this point and so obvious that I feel like there's nothing else they can do. And this is because you see the numbers in Michigan. He can eat all the ice cream cones he want. If he if he's down 10 points in Michigan, he's going to be toast when this election comes. I want to know if I'm totally lost on this. When I saw this video of Biden and he was doing, I can't even remember the guy's name, the the host who comes on after Jimmy Fallon, uh, he was doing his NBC show, Seth Meyers. So that's why he was in New York. And he does so few public availabilities that I don't blame the media for asking him serious questions, but he was getting ice cream. And this is a question for you, Buck, because you were single for longer than me. But (laughs) I I will tell you, I don't believe I have ever gone to get ice cream as a grown man in business attire in my entire life. I take my kids to get ice cream regularly. When Laura and I were dating and or first married, it's not an uncommon thing to go with uh, your significant other. I might go with Laura now. We've been married almost 20 years. We might go get a piece, we might go get ice cream. I might go with my mom and dad on vacation. The idea that Joe Biden holding an ice cream cone in his hand in a suit is answering questions about Israel peace and Gaza ceasefires is to me so tone deaf and awkward and incredibly um, just lacking in basic comprehension of how people are going to respond to it. Am I missing something well, here? Well, this is, uh, do you think my my sense of this is that they're trying to go back to the play, the Biden playbook that's been there for even before he was president, you know, you know, talk about dead family members for sympathy have good old Joe with the aviators eating an ice cream cone. Cause, cause I think that right now they don't know what else to do. And so it's, you know, it's, you've coached before I've coached. Sometimes you just want to tell the kids, breathe, pass, go back to basics. Yeah. I think this is the Democrat Biden White House version of that. They're, they're saying, what has Joe done his whole career? He's been this, this facade of like the normal grandpa or the normal dad down the street. And that's why they're running this, even though in the context you're talking about, why, why is he eating ice cream and talking about Middle East peace? Like, this is, it's unbecoming, it, but they don't know what else to do with him. I think it might work when you're only a senator or when you're running for president and you're not president. I still think it's weird. Let me let me come back to that in a second. Let me just ask you a question, Buck. If you were on an interview and you wore a suit jacket, I know you're very anti-tie like I am, but you're dressed, yeah. uh, you're dressed nicely, right? And you are going to an interview and you showed up for that interview and the guy you were interviewing with or the girl you were interviewing with said, hey, you know what? This office feels a little stuffy. Let's go get ice cream cones and we'll talk about whether or not you should come work here. I would think that was incredibly awkward and uncomfortable. I think it's hard to be in a adult setting 
and eat an ice cream cone and not look ridiculous. Now, look, I'm not claiming that I'm anti-ice cream. Uh, I, I love taking my kids to go get ice cream and stuff, but it, time and place, it, there are still American hostages in Gaza. We just had Lake and Riley get murdered in cold blood because of Joe Biden's failures at the border. As a parent, if I had a child or a family member who was still a, a, a hostage in Gaza, or God forbid something awful had happened to one of my kids because of Joe Biden's failures at the border, I would find it insanely insulting that he's trying to address American foreign policy on Israel, Gaza, and the Hamas question while taking bites of ice cream cones in between. And remember, I I, I give him credit because I think George W. Bush back in the day recognized that he would occasionally do a press conference and then he would talk to the media and then he would play golf. And then I think somebody showed him the disconnect Michael Moore between in Fahrenheit yeah. 9-11 showed him yeah. he was taking questions. And then when the interview was over, he said, all right, now watch this drive. And that right. was one of the big moments in the Bush stopped playing golf during his presidency because he realized being a wartime president in two countries, it wasn't good optics. And that was just golf, right? But also, I think he understood I give him credit for looking at it and saying, oh, man, the seriousness of that which I am talking about combined with the lack of seriousness in the way that I'm dressed and where I am located is disrespectful to the people that I'm trying to work. And I'm not saying that the president can't have ice cream or that the president can't occasionally golf. But when you say in between ice cream bites, that you're trying to give us an idea of how the ceasefire talks are going in the Middle East, it just makes Biden look like what he is, which is childlike and unable to handle the rigors of the job of which he has. Well, well, they made a choice here, and the choice is, I know it's like we're creating ice cream gate as we talk about this. Not going to lie, Karen and I had some ice cream. We went mint chocolate chip on Sunday night. Okay, let me ask you this. Min- not mint serious. chocolate chip is... When's the last time you got ice cream by yourself as a grown man? Never. Like a cone so of is... ice cream went by yeah, myself to yeah. get ice cream. I've never. I've only done it in, in a in a group setting. Um, ice cream and tequila shots, never done it alone. Yeah, right. Uh, Alcohol is different, but I'm just saying, like, I have three kids, as listeners know. I have been to get ice cream with them a ton. I've been with Laura. I've been with my parents. To my knowledge, and now there's going to be some photo. Somebody's going to have a photo of me. To my knowledge, I cannot remember as an adult going to get ice cream by myself. It would just be a weird thing, right? We're getting okay. I don't think it's weird. Hold on, hold on. I think it's important. I think you're. I think you're. You're offending some solo ice cream eaters out there because they want to go get an ice cream maybe that's how they clear their head the issue here i mean i see what you're trying but to say even but even that is weird for an adult in my opinion no, i think it's, re- it's relative, not weird yes. for an adult to go it's get weird ice cream for an adult to go to an ice cream shop in a suit and get ice cream i think i don't think very many grown men do that I, okay Period. Just put, Regardless, put it aside for a second and you're and I, they're not talking about israeli conflict i'm just talking oh, yes. in general it's weird it's that's not a normal part yeah this is where the part that is weird is the presidential optics of I'm in a suit, I'm going to get ice cream, and I'm answering serious questions about international affairs because the decision was in made by Biden's ice. handlers that this looks good. That I know, this is that's a good look I don't for think him. it looks good. Even if he wasn't taking questions, it's still weird. 
<laughs> you're you're more. If he didn't take the questions, I'd be like the guy likes ice cream. Who cares? The fact that he I took the questions and they made weird. this choice. All right, so we we can we can take we this can take to our people. We'll this. take this to the street. Yeah. I don't. You know, there. Look, you know, maybe someone makes some good homemade pistachio, the best right. flavor. I ice will cream say out there. you have the most uh, elitist ice cream flavor choices ever. If I am in line at an ice cream shop and a grown man by himself is in line with, like I'm with my kids and a grown man is in line with myself, by, with us, I look around, I'm like, who is this grown dude with? I think it's weird in the first place, so I question whether the whole Grandpa Joe thing works when he's not with kids or his family. So even this idea. But then, Buck, in between bites of ice cream to be analyzing things in Israel is, to me, so patently absurd that I can't believe it's a... I think it goes to your point. I think they're desperate, and they're trying to figure out what their tone is going to be, and I think that tone is not going to work. I don't even know what the response was. I think most people reacted as I did and said, this is weird, but maybe people out there are like, this makes me like Joe Biden more. I think it just makes him look more out of touch. I mean, here's the Daily Mail headline. Bumbling idiot Biden ripped for saying there would be a Gaza ceasefire by Monday while eating ice cream, President surprised Israeli PM Netanyahu with sudden announcement while negotiators say they still aren't near a deal. And there's a whole other part of this, too, uh, other than the ice cream, uh, you know, ice cream gate, which we've now turned it into uh, the, the um, I don't share this uh, this feeling at all that the Democrats in Biden have that we should be pressuring Israel into a ceasefire. I think we know what happened on October 7th and the Israeli yeah. military should do what it needs to do to stop the threat. I, I don't have, there's, I, I don't feel some sense of her. And when, when Israel thinks that its safety is secured, that's when it should stop. I, I don't, I don't buy any of this. Like, oh, we have to rush and pressure. It's, it's not a genocide. If it was a genocide, there'd be nobody left in Gaza because the Israelis could do that if they wanted to. They're going after enemy and they're taking out enemy and they should do it until the enemy is no longer a threat to them. That's it. We would do, this is like a do unto others thing. We would do as America the same thing and have done the same thing in the past. So Biden caving on this one to the left wing base just goes to show you he was a fraud on this issue all along. I don't think the timing is coincidental. We'll take some of your calls, by the way. I'm actually curious to hear whether people think I'm crazy for this whole ice cream uh, opinion all overall. But I don't think it's a coincidence, Buck, that he put out this opinion uh, today, yesterday, because today is the vote in Michigan. And the expectation, which we'll talk about during the course of this show, is that there are a lot of Arab voters who are saying they're going to vote. I think it's uncommitted on the Michigan primary ballot. By the way, tomorrow we'll talk with Tudor Dixon, who is in our podcast network and is up in Michigan, and get her reaction to all the votes and everything that comes out uh, from the voting that's going on today. As Buck said, we've got Trump up 10 in Michigan in a recent poll, another one uh, that came out also has him in the lead. The last several I've seen all have him in the lead in Michigan. And if Biden can't win Michigan, he's not winning the election. We'll take your calls. We'll react 800-282-2882. In the meantime, Pure Talk believes in American values. Pure Talk believes free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today. Get a free Samsung G uh, 5G smartphone. No gotchas, no multi-line requirements, no one-time large activation fee, just a Samsung built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. 
Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Talk with Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team today to help make the switch. Just dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck. Claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, from the phone Dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck to switch to Pure Talk today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Devastating personal attack. I've been called an ice cream elitist, according to Allie, by one caller at least. That's Buck. What's your preferred ice cream choice flavor? Uh, Well... I, I think it is pistachio, but that does not make me strange at all. Pistachio is obviously I, the superior ice cream. What percentage of ice cream shops even have pistachio? Oh, that's a standard. You're you're no. you're way you're over your skis on you're, this one, Travis. This is your New York City ice cream like specialty shops. Well, that would I be go gelato. To like Baskin Robbins. I go to like Kilwins. I don't think they have pistachio there. Do you and, want to take this to the people? Because the well, people are weighing in on this ice cream. I, man. I will say. I will say this too. I am very skeptical. This ties into me with 
Grown men involved in things that children typically would like solo, I don't roll with. Remember when I wouldn't let the, the guy babysit my kids? That's different. No. That's gr- different than grown, someone getting ice cream by himself. Some people just like ice cream. Getting ice cream in line with, I've never, I'm to be honest with you, I take my kids for ice cream all the time. I don't think I've ever seen a dad or granddad solo in an I'm ice taking cream it shop. To the judge. I'm taking it to the judges. Ethan in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm glad to be on. So, Buck, I agree with you. Clay, I am a, a new dad. I got a wife and a new little girl, and I go up to the ice cream shop all the time to get ice cream for all three of us and then go home, and I'm standing Okay, but you're buying for multiple people. You're not just eating an ice cream cone by yourself. Well, Ethan said, e- Ethan feels line. called out because he on. goes solo. Ethan, you are buying ice cream. Like, if you go buy an ice cream cake for your kids for your birthday, that's different. If you're just standing in an ice cream shop by yourself as a single man eating an ice cream cone, wouldn't you feel that was a little bit weird? Yeah, I guess if you're just standing there watching all the people, sure. But if you're just standing in line to get a blizzard or something, and then, you know, you walk Well, and I will. So Biden is by himself, basically, here. Let me also say this. There's a difference to me, Buck. If you go get a Frosty... Going through a drive-thru or something like that, that's different than if you are solo in an ice cream shop. Joey in Springfield, Missouri, also wants to take Clay to task on this one. What's up, Joey? Yeah, man. Um, I was just going to basically reiterate what the, what the previous caller said. Uh, you know, I've, I've had ex-girlfriends, ex-wives, and uh, when they want ice cream, ice cream sounds good, and I'm going to go stand in line and, and people them happy right but so, you're getting you're not by yourself i get it i get and it is weird when you have the president of the united states in full attire and he's taking bites in between asking questions I so that part I we all agree you. on yeah that part I, I think consensus. the whole thing of it though buck is what i'm saying is they're scrambling and they've collapsed even the idea itself is weird hey i'm a grown man in a suit i'm gonna go get ice cream by myself I'm telling you, Buck, it's crazy. You know, if you're a sports fan, someone who plays fantasy sports, the Prize Picks app, that's what you need. That's the one you want to download if you haven't already done so. America's number one fantasy sports app. It's the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. All about individual players, not the team outcome. It's just you against the numbers. It's a lot of fun. It's really easy to do. And once you get started, it'll make watching sports so much more fun for you. And like me, you'll be learning a lot, too, as you go along. Is it going to be more or less than the number shown for the player? That's all you have to determine. And you do that for two to six players, and then you watch your winnings roll in. You can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. That would turn $10 into $1,000. Prize picks give you quick withdrawals and easy early selection of players. Huge stat type variation. Prize picks even offers injury insurance. Download the Prize Picks app this basketball season. Go to Prize Picks app in the App Store and use my name, Buck, as your promo code. Yesterday, we told you about the uh, situation in Georgia. This uh, young girl killed by an illegal who had been previously arrested, should never have been in the country, should have been deported as soon as he was arrested the first time around. Sanctuary city laws helped him to evade federal law enforcement. Think of another time or another circumstance where local law enforcement is told 
to actively subvert federal law enforcement. It only happens on this issue of illegal uh, aliens in the country. That's the only time that law enforcement I'm aware of is told, don't help out your federal counterparts on this issue. Go against them. That's not even just, you know, don't you don't have to help. It's try to help the uh, people who are breaking federal law hide from federal law enforcement. You, you will not get that on other issues, I can assure you. But on this one, somehow, uh, the Trump campaign and Clay mentioned this, I think, on the show yesterday. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. I've been saying and you can go back and, and check on this one. We've been hammering immigration as the primary issue in the country for six months or more. Just because of the numbers and because it has become so obvious that the country is deluged right now with this uh, illegal migrant wave and the Trump campaign is already moving to tell this story and to make people aware of this narrative. This is an ad that deals with Lakin Riley's uh, murder already that has been put out by the Trump campaign. We'll play it for you. Um, Go for it. Following some breaking news out of Athens, Georgia. Two colleges have canceled classes today as police look for a murderer. Lakin Riley was described as a shining light. Dean's List nursing student. Police arrested 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. Ibarra crossed into Texas illegally back in September of 2022, then was released into the United States on parole. We're confident this border is secure. We have a secure border. We agree that uh, the border is secure. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. The border is closed. The border is secure. We have taken unprecedented action. Look, the border is not open. Fox News can now confirm that Jose Antonio Barra was busted last year in New York City. But ICE didn't even have time to put in a detainer on him because, hey, he was already back out on the street. I think it's an effective ad play. I think it's going to resonate, and and here's part of why. That straightforward narrative of events is not what you get from passing coverage in the or uh, a passing read in the media. They they will say things like Athens, Georgia man arrested, or you know they they do what they can to obscure the full extent of the illegal immigration component uh, and the federal government's failure here. Uh, to protect people. I, I think this this and other ads like it are really going to resonate. I, I don't think there's any doubt. And some of you out there would even be drawing an analogy, I think, to the Willie Horton ad that George Bush Sr. ran in 1988, if I'm remembering That's right. uh, correctly. Uh, that just, it, Can I just want one thing on the ad? I don't want to interrupt yeah. what you're saying about the ad. Do you want to tell everybody what happened and then I'll... Well, I mean, for people who who have forgotten that, and I, I think I'm, I've am i got the Willie Horton ba- basic... Uh, Willie Horton was a criminal in Massachusetts who was let out under soft-on-crime Dukakis furlough. Uh, and then he raped a woman. Is that what happened, Buck? And raped stabbed, and her, stabbed her boyfriend, yes. Yeah. So and they, so that they decided... Story crystallized sort of left-wing michael dukakis in many ways um and uh and and went a long way it seems towards the the whole whole idea behind these furlough programs was even for serious felons if we just let them out everything will be okay because you know they're not going to re-offend there's always the soft on crime people always talk about re-offender stats and they try to play games with the numbers to suggest that people who are serious criminals won't be criminals again when they go out and that was the idea behind the Dukakis 
who was a, a you know a joke now in in perpetuity furlough program and this individual was on furlough and did something horrible and heinous and should have been in prison and two people's lives were dramatically uh you know changed hurt damaged as a result of this it's an ad i mean it, it, what could be a more straightforward ad i mean i think that it was you know, now they always say oh that there's it was they racist said, they yeah, say it was racist say. Uh, the the point is that this put people in jeopardy, and this was a stupid program, and that was all true. And the reason Democrats are still so sore over the Willie Horton ad is that it was true and it worked. Yeah, and that's why I think the Lake and Riley death has the potential to actually change things. And I don't think it's it's too far, Buck, to say that Lake and Riley. There's a very good chance you would probably still be alive if Donald Trump were president of the United States. Because if you look at the raw numbers, about 75 or 80% of the, the illegals would not have been able to come across the border. And so the odds would be that this individual who allegedly committed this murder would have never entered the country in the first place. And I think the reason why Democrats are panicked is Gallup came out with a poll today, Buck. That said, what in, what issues do you most care about? Immigration is number one. And the amount of people that care about immigration is skyrocketing right now. White, black, Asian, Hispanic. Overwhelmingly, people care about the southern border. Which is why Biden feels compelled on Thursday to go to the border, Buck. And I think it's going to be hard to not talk about this issue. There's There's a... Reasons for people of all backgrounds, all ethnicities, all socioeconomic status in this country to be very upset at what's happening at the border. You can be a a minimum wage worker, a minority or white, doesn't matter, and you understand why this is a problem for you. You could be, you know, an upper middle class small business owner in a suburb and understand why this is a problem for you. And and. I would say that at, at a certain level, I'm not sure everybody thinks of it this way, but in the background, they should be thinking of it this way. We're a country that, that has a lot of, um, uh, with our people, we have a lot of obligations on us. We have uh, taxation obligations. We have the possibility of even being drafted in the military, having to give our lives. The government demands a lot of compliance from us. We saw this with COVID in a way that is still enraging you and me, and maybe we'll get to that Dr. Phil clip later. But our government demands a lot of us, and one of the primary demands really is you have to obey our laws and do what we say. You know, you get to live here. It's a privilege to live here, but you have to obey the law. And with illegals on a whole range of issues, that doesn't apply. And we wonder, I think a lot of people sit around saying, why do we feel that we have all these obligations to a system that will, you know, if you or I don't pay our taxes, eventually we're going to prison. They will take away our freedom and separate us from our families. But people can come into this country, avail themselves of the resources, demand resources from this country, and suffer no consequences like that whatsoever. I think eventually people understand that this is the dissolution of the rule of law. This is what ends up happening. People say, so so they don't have to obey laws, but I do. Why? Why is that the case? And they won't change the laws. They'll just keep on not enforcing the laws. This is really damaging. I also think this is taking ownership of a story you know how so often i think democrats are better at messaging they say oh are you not going to condemn white supremacy how often have you heard a republican ask that question ask yourself this 
Have you ever heard any statewide official, because I haven't, in the last 20 years come out in favor of white supremacy? I, I can't remember it ever happened. I can't remember a governor. I can't remember a senator. Buck, we've talked about before. I can't even tell. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't believe I've ever met a white supremacist in my whole life. I can't even tell you who one would be or where they would live. And certainly they're not in positions where they're getting elected to statewide office and they're powerful. I would just say, usually what do people say? Oh, David Duke. David Duke is from like 1988. Well, like, I, I think we all somebody. know if you, uh, if you walked around the streets of, say, New York City, where I grew up as a known white supremacist or if you were espousing white supremacist views, you would be attacked violently. Uh, and you probably would have no one back you up and nobody would go to prison for it. So it's what white supremacy is actually really the only belief system that I can think of in this country where your public support of, of actual true white supremacy would result in you being hospitalized or killed and the justice system doing nothing about it. Wasn't that a premise in like Die Hard 3? Didn't that Bruce Willis have a racial slur on like his that uh, right. billboard walking around Harlem and mm-hmm. like everybody was willing to kill him just based yes. off that? And, and no one was going to do anything about it. So, yeah. you know, they tell us that white supremacy is everywhere. Meanwhile, white supremacy is truly the only belief system, real white supremacy, that I think you could be killed for, and probably nothing would happen to the people who killed you. And not only that, certainly, if you take it outside of even violent behavior, if you're photographed marching in a white supremacy rally, your life is over. I mean, they will track you down. They will get you fired. You will not be able to hardly have uh, an email address before they're finished with you. My point on that is Democrats force that conversation by having their allies in the media regularly say, oh, do you condemn whites? I mean, how many times has Trump been asked to condemn white supremacy in his career? A thousand? I mean, it's just a version of when did you stop beating your wife? And that's the the old political trick. It's slimy. It's underhanded. But this ad, I think, in advance of Thursday, Biden put out a mealy mouth, milk toast statement about the death of Lakin uh, Riley. But when you listen to that advertisement and you hear everybody in the Biden administration saying the border's secure, mm-hmm. there are no issues, it's impossible not to have to answer that question. And and you know, it's one of the things that the left does in this country on on the issue of elevating a whether it's George Floyd, George Floyd or Michael Brown is they say well this cuz we'll say this is so this is so rare such yeah. a small percentage of violence that occurs they say no but this is state backed violence or this is the state failure meaning police officers engaging so it's so much more and to put aside whether that's even a, a fair analysis of this uh meaning that you know it, it should be treated so differently than other violence um, you know, cops are human beings too. Human beings make mistakes as well, right? But put that aside. What happened to Lake and Riley is the result of state policy. Yes. It is the result of government decision making. She is dead because the government decided it is more important to have illegals in the country than to enforce our laws. That is what happened. So it, so all these people say, oh, we can't, you know, I saw this. We can't base our immigration policy based off of one incident. Oh, we're supposed to base our law enforcement policy yeah, off I of know. one individual incident. And they have all these excuses or reasons or rationales, but our immigration policy, which is also, in this case, clearly a function of government decision-making and government failure, it's not supposed to be instructive about how our immigration policy should go going forward. Why? They have no answer. And to your point, I think you made it earlier this week, 
the murder of innocent people by illegal immigrants is far more commonplace than the murder of unarmed minorities or unarmed people, period, in the United States. I mean, again, the data reflects you're far more likely to be killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet uh, if you leave your home today unarmed than you are by a police officer. If you just look at any point in time at the L.A. County, I think they've actually pulled it off the Internet before, the L.A. County most wanted list, you will see that there are a lot of people who have certain things in common and probably aren't in the country legally. Yeah. And and we're told that, you know, illegal immigrants commit no crimes. And you sit there and you say, well, hold on a second. What is the immigration status of that list? What is the immigration status of, you know, and you actually look in the numbers and, yeah, sure, it might be a small percentage overall, but the point is they're not supposed to be here at all. So if, yeah. if illegals kill 100 Americans a year, I'm sorry, I know we got to go. But if illegals kill 100 Americans a year, that's 100 lives where the government has failed. We'll take we'll talk about that. We'll take your calls when we come back. Uh, if you're a family member still holding on to all those videotapes made over the years, time to digitize them so the memories can be saved forever. Actual videotape. You know it starts to disintegrate? That's what happens to video film over time. It doesn't last forever. A lot of you probably don't have VCRs anymore, but you still have the VHS tapes. Why not preserve those memories while you still can? Our friends at Legacy Box have the largest collection of VCRs anywhere. They keep buying them. They've got hundreds of them in Chattanooga to be able to play all of your old VHS tapes that may be getting stored up in the attic, down in the basement, places where it gets hot, it gets cold, where the temperature is not consistent. Chattanooga, Tennessee, my home state, my mom's home city, they will get you hooked up and preserve your family memories forever. It's not just VHS tapes. It's also... Film reels, uh, slides, old family eight millimeters, whatever you've got, they can turn into digital files. They have already taken care of a million and a half families, and they can take care of your family too. Uh, we love the results. You can love them as well. All you have to do is go to legacybox.com slash clay, and you'll save 50% right now. Preserve your family memories. It's a good time of year. You made it through the holidays. But, man, how great would it be for the next holiday season to be the star of your family by preserving all those great family memories? Why not do it now? LegacyBox.com slash Clay. 50% off regular prices. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's have a little fun here as we finish the hour. Uh, I'm going to play for you. We come back to the top of the next hour, Buck. Our friend, Dr. Phil, who was on with us last week, got on The View. They won't let us on The View, but it was pretty amazing. Uh, in the meantime, pouring in uh, answers here. Uh, do you, I asked, you can go vote in this. 8,000 people have voted in the first 15 minutes, Buck. Do you think it's weird for a grown man to go stand in line, get an ice cream cone completely by himself, no kids, no wife, no girlfriend, no friend group, just him standing there eating an ice cream cone? My theory is... That even on its baseline level, leave aside talking about Israel and everything else, which makes it ridiculous and actually plays poorly, I think, for everybody. I think that people genuinely don't like this. 57% say no. 43% say yes, it is weird. So I'm not totally on an island here by myself. I'm it's close to 50-50. I, I think it's just you're very persuasive even when you're wrong. So I think that's <laughs> where some of this is coming from. Let's take, uh, well, wow. Actually, we got somebody on Team Clay on this one. John in Savannah, Georgia. What's up, John? Hey, guys. I'm with Clay on this one. It's completely weird. You know, having an ice cream in a, in a suit by yourself, kind of like having a fine steak while you're wearing that damp, sandy bathing suit and flip-flops. It's just weird. It's incongruous. I, I think this is the thing, Buck. They They are, and I think you hit on it, they're desperate to try to make Biden likable. I think they're even making choices that don't make him likable, though. And that's a problem for them. And I also think this is the difference between being a candidate and being the president. As a candidate, like you're more free-flowing, you're more relaxed. As the president, you have to show some respect for hostages and for the fact that we're actually at war. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Look, we all agree that what he, what Biden did is weird. You're the one, though, that's saying that for anyone to just go get ice cream as a single man by single himself man. is weird. So uh, that's... I don't trust. If I see Buck, a single man, licking an ice cream cone by himself, I, I think that guy has got some issues. Well, that's one way to go. I could just say, I don't know, man. A lot of flute-playing, ice-cream-eating <laughs> folks right now listening across the country are... Not happy with this take. They're fired up. You know who's also fired up? Dr. Phil. If you haven't heard this audio, it's going to make your day, I promise. We'll talk about it when we come back, plus the Michigan primary. Thanks for hanging with us. Fantastic Tuesday.
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.